Welcome to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. Oswego Mortgage is Pacific Northwest's VA home loan specialist. For questions or help with your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503-697-7214 or go to oswegomortgage.com. Now with the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin, here's your host, Luke Anderson. Welcome to the second episode of the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about how to prepare to buy a home. And of course, with us as always, the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin. Tom, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing well. And how about yourself, Luke? I'm wonderful. You sound fantastic on your new microphone. So you are officially uh, becoming a podcaster now that you're buying equipment for this. Oh, I'm feeling big time with this thing. I'm looking <laughs> at it like I, I see you because I can see you. And uh, this mic's cool. It's like old school. Excellent. Um, so let's talk about uh, buying a home. It is a very crazy market uh, for, for anybody listening to this um, that you know, might not know. It's uh, the early part of 2021. Interest rates are low. Uh, the, the market in Portland is absolutely crazy right now. So um, what's the first thing somebody needs to do, Tom, if they're looking to buy a home right now? Well, uh, just get ready. Um, when I say that, you know, you need to be on your on your A game, on your toes, if you will. Um, but of course, the first thing you do want to do, and I believe if uh, he or she or a couple is deciding to work with a real estate agent, the real estate agent would say the same thing that I'm going to say, and that's get yourself pre-approved financially um, and, and do it right. You know, get all the paperwork put together in an organized manner so it can be, you know, obviously less cumbersome on both both uh, your mortgage guy and yourselves for that matter. So, and when I say that, you, you know, there's a good, good list that we can put together and, and gather, you get gather that paperwork and we can get people pre-approved in a very timely manner. And, you know, that's the first thing you want to do. And then the second thing I'm going to tell you is get mentally prepared. Um, it is, uh, it's a challenge out there. And I know that we have a lot of clients that are, you know, getting a little frustrated because they've, they've put offers in and they're not getting accepted. And, you know, it is the one that gets accepted. It's a meant to be thing. Uh, I've always said that, but at the same time, this market's really, Luke, you said it up front. It's, it is crazy. It's tough. And, you know, I have one this morning that I'm working on a townhome, a really nice, looks like a great value of a townhome out in the Clackamas County area. And, um, you can already, it's been on the market for one day. My clients all over me, I got them pre-approved and they called me yesterday and I got it done before the end of the day. And they're going to, they're the third offer, you know, and it's been 24 hours and probably there's going to be a couple others that they don't even know about yet. And then, then the question is, you know, they, they want, say they want 375 for this. And then, you know, what do you offer? Well, that's another thing, you know, it's, it's, kind of like it was back in 05. And I've been, I guess I'm aging myself here, but back <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it, it's a bidding war out there and it's a frenzy. Um, but I'm going to say this, if you're on your, your toes, ready to go, you've got to get that property that comes on the market immediately and be, and have your foot in the door. That's going to be your best opportunity. And of course that means pre-approved upfront financially and all that. And before you get into the you know conversation with your mortgage lenders, is there any pre-work that, uh, like you said, a couple, an individual should do before they approach a, a mortgage um, a lender like yourself, where they can go in and and you know set themselves up for success, make sure their credit is right, make sure that they're ready to sell their home. What what are the steps they should take before they talk to you? 
No, that's a really great, great question, Luke. You know, um, first off, let's let's talk credit. Just just an example. You know, if if you know your scores are hovering maybe in the mid six hundreds, and you know you got a six fifty five say score. Well, the 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 magic number starts changing after six sixty. You know, six sixty, six eighty, and then of course once you hit seven twenty, it's pretty much. Uh, you know, you, you get the best of the best there, but it is dramatic. Once you get that 660 score, and I'm talking any type of loan, um, whether it's VA, FHA, conventional, USDA, you know, all types of loans out there. The most, um, the toughest loan to get your credit, you know, the best, the best uh, interest rate, if you will, is conventional. So conventional 660 works, but you really want to be 680 or plus. And then of course, 720 or plus is again, the magic number, but 680 is a good threshold to say, Hey, any type of loan out there, I'm going to get pretty close to the best of the best pricing. Um, on top of that though, I, you know, I thought of another thing is, as you asked the question, you know, getting ready to sell your house is kind of funny because you're, you get ready to sell it because when you put it on the market, it's going to get sold. <laughs> and, you know, if, if priced, if priced correctly, and don't be, don't be surprised if you get 10, 20 grand more than you're asking. It's crazy. And that's the problem though. You got to have a property to go to. Yeah. And then the last thing, Luke, is if, you know, maybe either way really, but just, you know, your budget, you know, put a budget together and know what you can afford. Because even if you're a current homeowner or you're not, you're paying, you're paying a decent amount, most likely in rent or for a mortgage, you know, with the rental market nowadays. So, Know that budget. Know what your payment's going to be. Okay, here's three fifty. Here's four hundred thousand. Here's four fifty. Here's you know. Know the different levels of uh, loan amounts, if you will. What your sales price is going to be. What your down payment's going to be. So if there's going to be mortgage insurances or not, get your payments figured out up front, so you know going what you're getting yourself into. And you don't have to do that all on your own. If someone calls up Oswego Mortgage and wants to walk through some of those scenarios, you guys have enough experience, and your team can help them kind of go through that checklist? Well, absolutely. And we're going to talk comfort zone because, you know, it, it's, everyone's different. Um, you may have a borrower or borrowers or, or, you know, a couple or what, or what have you that they qualify for, you know, 750,000, but they only want 300. And so you've got to, you got to know, you know, each borrower is different. Then you have the opposite of that. They qualify for 400 and they want 800. <laughs> and, you know, it's, so you've got to have a fine medium. And as, as mortgage professionals, we got to be doing, looking out and, and coaching these coaching these clients um, from a standpoint of, we don't want to set anyone up for failure. And we want to make sure what they're getting themselves into is an affordable, uh, realistic PITI, we call it principal interest taxes and insurance, everything included in that mortgage payment. And then on top of that, you got to, again, know your budget. What are the utilities going to run? Get a, get a, get call PGE, get a printout of the average um, heating bill for this home over the last 24 months. Uh, you know, there's things you can do to prepare yourself to really not get yourself into a situation where you didn't think these extra expenses were going to be there. And then on top of that, um, if you're doing a townhome or a condo, know that HOA. Yeah. HOAs can be really, you know, they can get you. And so just again, you know, know what you're getting yourself into. So, you know, all your expenses and that's something we definitely can help out with. So you don't have to be an expert to pick up the phone, which is, which is a good thing. Um, but normally this process of investigating what your budget is, making calls into the area that you're looking at and figuring out what the bills are, that used to be a, a much bigger window. We're talking about a time right now where you have 
a couple days to make a decision. How important is getting that wish list, getting that must-have and that would-like-to-have list evened out? You know, you know, as far as the type of properties, you know, that they're yep. looking at and affordable. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, again, you just said it. It's it's the timing on this. It's the day or two to you get your foot in the door and whoa, all of a sudden you get the offer accepted, you know, and you're like, holy cow, that was quick. Or, you know, just also maybe you don't get that offer accepted and then you got to be ready again. It's people get uh, people. You, you, you have to stick with it. If you're going to buy in this market right now, you've got to you got to just. You, you got to pull your boots up, if you will, and, 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 get, and your, get yourself ready to battle because if you, you've you got to have a positive attitude going in this. And again, sometimes, Luke, first or second offer, boom, they got it, you know, but we've also have, um, honestly, we've got clients that are hitting 10 to 20. Wow. And so that, yeah, yeah. And so you see, you see a, those and it's, it's hard. It's hard as a mortgage guy because you feel the pain on the other end of the phone on how discouraging it, it becomes for these people. So it's just, again, I, I it be, be prepared to be quick and, and also of course, put competitive, a competitive offer in. And how much do you help with really the relationship part of things? Because right now there's a lot of competition for, for business, for, from, you know, fill out a form online and we'll tell you what you qualify for with a mortgage. And then there's a company like Oswego Mortgages that can actually help you through the process, help you connect with a real estate agent. How, how does the relationship part factor into the, this preparation period that you have before you plan on buying a home? That's, you know, it's funny. The first thing I thought of was as, as you're, how you're asking this question is, Oh, you're talking about the millennials. You're talking old school here. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I say that with a laugh because it's been an adjustment for me um, during this COVID time, really learning. And actually Oswego Mortgage has taken the next step from a um, technology standpoint. Um, we're not, we're not wasting any trees anymore. Um, we're pretty close to being just paperless entirely. And that's been a challenge for me because I'm old school. I like having people come in, sign the papers in front of me. You know, now we can just docu-sign stuff. But that brings up a really good point because it all depends on the age of, of clients now. And I say that in a way that it's the way they like to do business or not like to do business. And there's no right or wrong. It's like, I always tell the guys, I got to keep up with the young box because we have to be technology savvy. And, and so you're, you know, Luke, some, some borrowers out there would rather just do everything on their phone, never meet you, never shake your hand, never, you know, get a relationship built. Well, that's not true. That's kind of their way of getting a relationship built because that's the way they do it now. And I've got to look at it like that. And because of course we're getting repeat clients with that. I call the millennials, you know, the, the ones that want to do it that way, but you know, I I'm um, and then on the flip side, you get a, a person that's, you know, late thirties and older, they still want to come in for the most part. They want to come in. And, and it's been funny during this COVID time. It's I'm not kidding you. The most people that demand to come in, are the older people 65 and older. Yeah. You know, they, 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 you know, it's, and they want to be the ones that, and during all this time, even COVID time, you know, I'm thinking, well, well, you know, we're not really taking clients. Everyone's, you know, 90% of my staff or 80%, whatever is at home working. And there's a few of us holding down the fort here, but you know, so it's been an adjustment. And, and so it, it, it I will say this and then, and then, um, you know, I'll be done with the question, but I, I I'll say this. I think personally, I think people need to be aware when they get on these, 
these internet companies, if you will. And we can think of some big ones, whether you see the TV ads during the weekends or you know, the, the nonstop Google and radio that you hear. And I, I don't need to name any names, but it's interesting to me. We get phone calls every week from people that have started with these companies. Not only are they frustrated with the service they're getting, but then they tell me the pricing they're getting. And that blows me away. And so I really believe the consumers feels are going to go into a place where they're getting the best deal out there and they're not. And sometimes it's dramatically different. And it, that frustrates me as a mortgage guy, because I don't think it should be such a different um, playing field out there on, you know, where you could go. If you just go to the right company, you could get this deal as opposed to that deal. And then with those um, relationship that you have with somebody really looking out for their best interest and, and being able to answer questions and doing that, whether it's through text message or, you know, instant message, or whether it's through a phone call or a sit down face-to-face conversation, if you have a conversation with somebody up front, you can help them get into the right loan for them. And you mentioned, you know, the conventional loan offers the best interest rates, but why would somebody choose, you know, a, a VA loan or a, a, a different type of loan that they might not know about if if nobody's there to recommend it? Whoa, whoa, whoa! We got to take a step back. Okay. They don't. Um, conventional is takes the but the you need the better credit score to get decent pricing offered to you. Gotcha. VA loans, VA loans are hands down the lowest interest rate. Okay. Uh, and, and I mean, the VA is in an FHA is low on the rate as well, but you got that mortgage insurance, which is, you know, it's, it adds up it's where VA doesn't have that gotcha. interest rates generally between conventional and VA or FHA. It's generally a close to a half percent difference somewhere in there, depending on credit score. It can, you know, give me more than that. So it just depends. Again, I'll go back to the credit score numbers, the key. And so I apologize if I came across wrong on that, but it's the 680 score on a conventional loan is where it gets you better. Gotcha pricing offered to you. So sorry about that. No, no, no. That works out perfect, perfectly fine for me. That's why we're having the conversation is so that we can understand, right? If I was an expert on this, I wouldn't be the right guy to talk to you. Um, no, no, no. So with with that in mind, it, working through the the entire process with your 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 team at Oswego Mortgage, what am I going to benefit from as going through, especially a VA loan where you guys have made that a and a level of expertise that you won't find elsewhere. Yeah, I, I feel real strong about that. And I'm not trying to come across, you know, cocky, if you will, but um, we know, and I know the ins and outs guideline wise to where, Hey, listen, sometimes I have an underwriters call me and ask questions, Tom, you know, I've got this. And so I, I feel you're getting that you're getting knowledge. Um, on top of that, you know, things that people don't see behind the scenes, like, well, I don't care if it's conventional, any type of loan. Let's say we have someone that comes in with a, a conventional buyer with a 679 score. And I go, man, we can do a rapid rescore on this. All you got to do is this, pay this $500 credit card down to 282 or whatever that number is, and then get me a letter. And all of a sudden I got you over 680. Boom. You know, we saved you a half half a point to a point on the discount, depending on what lender you go through. And that, that adds up, you know, you get a, it, it adds up quickly on, on hundreds and thousands of dollars. So I think, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not even sure how many companies, you know, make a point of offering that if they see something like that, that, that that's that close. But a lot of times for us, it's the, it's the other one where we got to, you know, we got, okay, we got a little bit too low a score here. However, if you do this, this, and this, 
we can get the score to where I can get you a loan. And, you know, um, uh, educating them on how to talk to their creditors, you know, saying, hey, you know, that thing's six years old, call them up, offer them maybe 30 cents on the dollar, you know, a little spiel we like to go through and see, you know, and, and so people get educated on, on even things about life things, you know, that maybe outside the mortgage, if they not getting a home mortgage, but they want to get their credit fit, you know, there's things that we're going to help them through that I think will be more than uh, beneficial. And I think sometimes compared to a lot of mortgage companies above and beyond. That's a, a very good endorsement for why to have the conversation about what you can borrow first. So moving on to the the actual looking for a home process, you know, so many people use Zillow or some of the online platforms to go out and, you know, pick out their house online. Why is it really important to have a great realtor? Um, it, it's, it's important because it, it's part of the, it's, it's part of the process. And that being said, you've got to have a negotiator, um, a negotiator that has tact that that also might have some clever uh, techniques that he or she like to do when they present an offer, whether it's an extra letter that goes along or, hey, wow, this is a story of why this is, should be your house. And, you know, or think, and, and then, of course, on top of that, knowing the market and being the one that finds those homes that are coming, boom, and they know it comes on and they're watching their computer so they can pass that information on to their client and get their feet and, you know, wet before 20 other buyers, you know? So there's, it is important, especially right now, because it is so competitive out there and you've got to get an offer in um, sooner than later, if you're going to have a chance at, at getting that property. For, for most people that are buying a second home, they're looking at using, you know, their, that first home as a way to get into their next one. Um, selling a home and buying a home are two very different things. And right now it's very difficult to buy a home, but it seems to be very easy to sell a home. What are the strategies that you need to have in place when you're moving that direction where you're moving from one home to another? Well, yeah, you know, you said a couple of things there. The the seller from a seller standpoint, again, I, I said it earlier, be ready to you better have your where you're moving, whether it's an intern place that you've got rent that you've got a three month or six month lease on while you're finding your property, or you've got a relative you're gonna be living with, like, or you've got a you've got a you're lucky and you've got an offer in with a contingent upon your sale that they accepted. And that is happening in this market. When I say that, you would think no way, but the sellers know that it's kind of got to happen that way in a lot of transactions and they know that that property is going to sell. So it's kind of crazy. It's not like, well, we're not going to take that offer. You could take you, you know, three or four months to sell. It's not like that. The house is going to sell. Um, the, the other, the other thing um, you mentioned up front was the second home. I don't know if you meant like having a, you know, just your single family and getting a, another home as a yeah. second home. And I, I, I bring that up because this year, the last 12, 18 months, I um, have been amazed with, I believe this is my feeling and I've, 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 I'm going to stand firm on this. I think you're going to see the Oregon coast explode over the next 10 years okay. um, on, on, on values and what it's going to cost you to get a, and I bring that up because I'm seeing a lot of second homes being bought down there and, gotcha. and, and Bend also central Oregon as well, but I don't know. I'm feeling like um, I'm personally, I'm thinking there are this and it's, I don't know if I like it or not because you know it's growth and we're you know born and raised in the state so but I I don't know I'm feeling that yeah 
And is is there a different consideration when you are adding that? I, I don't think I meant it that way, but when you are adding a second home, whether it's a vacation or a rental property or doing something like that, is there a whole different set of preparations you need to do when you're getting ready to buy uh, that home? Yeah, because you want to make sure that you go into, there's two different homes there. It's a second home or a rental. Yep. A rental is going to be a higher interest rate. And sometimes, you know, they're going to want, like if it's a duplex, triplex or fourplex, they're going to want 25% down instead of 20. Um, um, also, as a second home, you can actually do a 10% down and pay a little bit of mortgage insurance, but you get but you get like owner-occupied interest rates on a second home loan. Mm. So it's like when you're doing a, a your, your quote, quote, second home, then um, you're going to get the rate as if you were doing your primary residence purchase as opposed to a rental. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, you do some VRBO and, you know, there's stuff that you can do and that's what people do. It's a, a rental is a rental where you're buying it and that thing's leased out. Yeah. You've got a long-term tenant where, you know, so, I mean, it's with, and that's becoming really big too nowadays, this, this vacation rental, and it's going to be huge. It's going to get bigger and bigger, I believe. Yep. Okay. So let's go back through it one more time, uh, Tom. If if somebody's ready to buy a home today or they're ready to start planning, uh, the first steps they should take is pre-qualify, right? Uh, what are the steps from there? Yeah, you pre-qualify is you know, a good way to put it. I like to say the full pre-approval. And I, what I mean by that is the full gamut. Let's get all the paperwork. Let's get it all. You can, you know, we got a safe way to send it to us. You can drop it by, we'll copy it. You can, you know, PDF it, whatever your comfort zone is. But let's get the paperwork. And literally, we, and I, I did this yesterday on this person that's writing this offer today. I, they're bringing, they, she scammed me her paperwork by, I don't know, like an hour ago. But yesterday I gave her a pre-approval because I, 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 I just felt comfortable. And I've, I've actually know one of their people that I've worked with, a re- referral. And so I felt comfortable. And I got her the pre-approval letter yesterday. And um, we'll be very timely on our end. So uh, the steps are get yourself prepared. Uh, I think I, I take a step back here. I even talked about the budget part. Make sure you really know what you're getting into. Be organized. Be organized for yourself and your mortgage person. Um, and it's nice to have because once you do that and you're pre-approved and then you're out looking for properties, your paperwork's done. All you got to do is really send updated pay stubs as you get them and a bank statement or two, maybe as you're going through the transaction. And that's really, if you're, if we're doing things right, there, there really should be minimal conditions as we go through this. So the loan process is super uh, smooth. We're just waiting on an appraisal, you know? Nice. And then uh, after you get the pre-approval done, you have all your paperwork ready to go, find that real estate agent or call the real estate agent you already work with and make sure you have somebody ready to negotiate for you, right? Yep. Yep. You want to have a, and you know, a lot of times if you don't have an agent, we're, we'll give you a great referral because, you know, we're going to refer to people that we're really comfortable doing business with. But if you've got your own agent, that's perfect because we like to meet new ones and, you know, obviously show uh, he or she what Oswego Mortgage is all about. And and I'm super confident on on uh, our process. And I, you know, it's my employees that make me look good. And I, yeah, And that's the truth. Okay. So you have the real estate agent, you have the pre-approval, you find the home you're looking for. How do you give yourself that leg up uh, when you actually have that property that you want to make the offer on? Well, you know, you got to think, okay, now when do I give my 30 day notice? So you don't (laughs) overspend on, you know, another month's rent. You got to kind of maybe time that correctly. So you save that money. Um, And and then of course, you're going to want to at least the right thing to do is get that place you're moving out of. If it is a rental, up to up to par so you get your deposits back so you have these monies moving forward and um 
just, you know, the, the biggest thing that gets a little dicey is, you know, you're going through, let's say you're going through a transaction and um, the appraisal comes back 10 grand low. And then all of a sudden you've given your notice already. You're like, well, whoa, I don't, I'm, I'm going to be homeless. You know, well, then you find a way, hopefully between the parties and getting the seller to work and negotiate it out. But that can be something that keep in the back of your head, you know, keep your landlord possibly that everything looks good. You know, please don't get, you know, give my place away until I, I know that maybe I have an appraisal back. Communicate with your landlord, I guess is what I'm saying, you know, because that can be huge. And if you've done a good job being a good renter, your landlord's going to most likely work with you. And if you are selling a home to move into a new one, uh, you you mentioned that you want to be have that ready to sell as well, especially if you're doing a contingency. But I think some people might think that you know you need to have a, a the maybe like a flip of your home and have it you know everything perfect. The people that are moving in there are most likely going to make it their own. So so how do you get a home ready to sell? I think, you know, the bones, you want to make the bones are strong. And what I mean is, you know, there's some dry rot. Don't have any dry rot, get that stuff. But I think overdoing it in this market is you're, I think you're wasting some money possibly. Um, And I say that because of the frenzy, Luke. I mean, it's, if you're, if it's a solid home and you've got, you know, the maintenance part is up to par, you just set it yourself. They're going to come in there and make it their own home anyway. They're going to make some changes. So don't overdo things would be my two cents on that. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to paint every wall the perfect color to sell and and, and all of those little exactly. Uh, exactly. cosmetic things because yep. those will be redone anyways. Um, I think yep. I think that's it. Is there anything that we're missing that if to, to really get ready to purchase in this market or did we hit them all, Tom? Just, yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, I mean this too. Just get yourself mentally prepared. Um, and if you do that, you go in with the right attitude, you're going to get yourself in the right home. And um, you know, it, it just you expect maybe a few bumps along the way just because of the market and that bump, meaning when do I get that first offer accepted? You know, I mean, and I say that you may be it, it's it's going to be again, it's a team game. The realtor, how quick do they get you these properties that pop online? How quick do you react and how quick do you put an offer in? And um, and, and it, it is a it is tough being a seller as well, because you got to be ready to you'd be ready to have a, uh, offers on your house. And then you got to make a decision, which one do I accept? And all of a sudden your home is sold and you're pop purchasing another one. And again, you got inspection periods you got to get through and, but just be prepared, get yourself mentally strong and, and ready to go. And um, like I, I said earlier, just it's be on your A game. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't go half uh, halfway into the water in this one. You kind of have to dive into the deep end, right? Yep. No, that's right. All right. Well, there it is. If uh, if you have any more questions about uh, buying a home, whether it's your first home or your sixth home, whatever it is, and uh, whether you qualify for the VA home loan or not, uh, the best thing to do is start with a call to Oswego Mortgage or go to oswegomortgage.com. Uh, Tom, that it, there it is, our second podcast. Uh, anything else that you want to add? No, I, I'm kind of starting to dig this a little bit, to be honest with you. I think it's a cool concept. Um, again, technology, keeping up with, uh, you know, with the way um, uh, the younger generations are. I, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. And I'm actually going to step out and um, take a little uh, day and a half off and go catch me a steelhead. There you go. I like that idea. And we'll be back with another Oswego Mortgage podcast soon. Uh, thank you for listening. Everyone have a wonderful day and uh, good luck buying your next home. 
Thank you for listening to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. For more info or questions about today's topic, your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503-697-7214 or go to oswegomortgage.com.